Hey y'all, I'm Taylor DeHaze. I'm obsessed with all things fitness and business. I left my career as a TV reporter after 10 years to start my own fitness coaching company. I was so tired of seeing people struggle with disordered eating and misguided weight loss information. Think of this as your one-stop shop for training, nutrition, and success while navigating through life. Grab a cup of coffee, get cozy, and get ready to learn and laugh. Again, welcome to the Taylor Living Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dive in. What's up, guys? So want to talk today about refeeds, untracked meals, the difference between the two, if you need them, what they are, all of that, because it is one question that I get all of the time. Taylor, what is a refeed day? How do you treat that? And what's an untracked meal? Is there a purpose? Is there a difference? Um, And especially if you are somebody that is overcoming binge eating, you are somebody that struggles with food flexibility, food freedom, all of that, this is going to be the episode for you. So I want to first just talk about what a refeed day is, okay? We're going to talk about refeeds, we're going to talk about untracked meals, and then kind of what you should incorporate, can incorporate, things like that, okay? So essentially a refeed is a break from a caloric restriction, okay? It's usually a day of your maintenance calories. Uh, Typically, the way I handle refeeds for my clients is I will drop protein just a little bit, not too much, because I really want to give more carbs for a day. That's usually what happens is it's typically an influx in carbs. Um, Fats might increase just a tiny bit. Um, I do know coaches that will keep protein completely constant and just raise carbohydrates, but essentially it is a day where your carbohydrates go up. Now, the purpose of this is to improve your leptin levels, to help prevent weight loss plateaus, um, and they also just like decrease your risk for binging. And they're great for, you know, off-season clients as well. So I train a lot of clients who are not dieting for competition. They're not dieting for a weight cut. They're just kind of like working on maintaining, right? So if somebody is reverse dieting, um, and they are not necessarily in a caloric deficit, I still give a refeed day. The purpose of that is really for the mental health aspect of it, right? Um, Some of my clients, you know, it's just nice for the flexibility, right? I always talk about, um, you know, moderating your diet, not your life. So my clients who love their happy hours, love their brunches on the weekends, you know, Monday through Friday, Monday through Saturday, whatever it is, it's pretty easy for most people to stay on a consistent schedule, right? And the weekend comes and that's where I like to give a little more flexibility so that you have room for the barbecues, you have room for the patio season drinks, all of that. So that's kind of a refeed and it's structured. This is the most important differentiation. A refeed is structured. So like I've explained, you typically eat more carbs. There might be a little bit of a fat increase. Um, These are great for my night shift workers. Again, I've talked about weekend flexibility, all of that, right? Um, Every now and then I do give my clients what's known as a double refeed. This is typically going to be really, really beneficial for weight loss plateaus and whatnot. So if you are somebody that has been in a dieting phase for quite some time and you are noticing a plateau, 
One thing you can do is incorporate a double refeed day where two days of maintenance are applied and research shows that typically one day might not be enough to recover and repair hormones. And again, this is for very, very low body fat individuals, not my lifestyle clients, not my girls who are like, oh my God, more mimosas this weekend. Not, not y'all. I'm sorry. Um, I love you guys, but that is not for you guys. Um, again, I know I don't have a ton of clients right now who are in a situation like that, but if you are listening and you're a competitor um, or you're somebody that's dieting and you are going through a plateau, you might need a double refeed. <clears throat> so again, it's going to be amazing for weight loss stalls. So the main thing to know about a refeed is that really it's structured. That is like the key point for a refeed. And again, for those of you that are just trying to build up your caloric base, this is going to be your mental reset day. So when I do a refeed and I know that I'm getting more carbs, a little more fats, you know, I just eat more of what I normally do, y'all. Like I'm a flexible dieter, which doesn't mean I'm eating Pop-Tarts. It doesn't mean it's like I-I-F-Y-M if it fits your macros. I mean, to a certain extent, yes, but you know, I prioritize, um, you know, whole foods, um, very minimally processed ingredients. I do encourage my clients to, you know, treat themselves to like some Oreos or ice cream or whatever. Right. But obviously, you know, I feel good when I fuel my body well. And I think that we can all relate to that. You know, I don't do meal plans for several reasons. Um, you know, one, I'm not a registered dietitian, but two, Meal plans are usually very restrictive and who am I to limit you to, you know, only four kinds of protein or whatever. So when I know a refeed is coming up, even if I am not dieting, you guys, this is important. You know, I always just kind of increase my normal food, right? That's the day that I eat more potatoes at dinner. All my girlfriends will tell you that my dinners are insane on my refeed days. They always make fun of me because they're like, how do you eat all that food? Um... (laughs) You guys, I am a big proponent of potatoes. Your girl loves a good potato. Um, That, you know, that meme that like talks about like 87 ways you can like fix potatoes. I'm all about that life, right? Give me the mash, give me the bait, give me the sweet, the white, yellow. I don't care. I love, I love a good potato. So anyway, I just eat more food, right? I just eat more oats, more veggies, more sweet potatoes. A refeed day, just because your macros go up, that doesn't mean you say, oh, I'm going to order pizza every week on my refeed day, right? Like if that is something that you are feeling, if you are feeling the need to binge every refeed day, that is when I would consider going to a therapist or a licensed professional and kind of helping you through that need for eating in an excess, right? If you are also somebody who never has an untracked meal and is terrified to eat at a restaurant, that is somebody else that I would say, hey, maybe we talk to somebody, maybe we get some help. Now, I also work very closely with my clients to work in what's called untracked meals. Segue to that. So what's an untracked meal? Okay, well, this is usually on the same day as your refeed, okay? So instead of having your food scale and putting it in my fitness pal or whatever app you use, I want my clients to just kind of like take a break from it, right? Untracked meals are going to be for my clients who are not in a dieting season, okay? So the purpose for these, truthfully, is mental health, first and foremost, really. Um, 
this is always going to be something that I want to incorporate for, of course, events like birthdays, holidays, whatever. I mean, there are certain days, guys, where, you know, unless you're, you know, four weeks out from the stage or something, I'm going to say have a little wiggle room, right? Memories over macros on holidays and all those fun days. But an untracked meal is going to be for mental health. So I want to talk about kind of what kinds of untracked meals you can have and what an untracked meal is not. So if you are somebody who is like glued to your food scale and you cannot eat a meal without it, and I want you to think about that for a second, right? Like if I were to take away your food scale, would you be ordering another one on Amazon right now or rushing to Walmart or Target to get one? Or could you eat the rest of the day, right? So, you know, macros are a great tool, but you should not live and breathe and die by your food scale. So for my clients who have food anxiety, sometimes the way that we work into morphing into an untracked meal is I give them some guidelines and it might literally be you're eating the same exact meal that you always do, but I don't want you to use a food scale. Okay. At this point, you know what four ounces of chicken looks like. You know what, you know, 200 grams of potatoes look like, things like that, right? So this could literally be as simple as not tracking your food, right? Now, this could also be a day where you're like, man, I've got this really awesome recipe I've been wanting to make. It's kind of going to be a pain in the ass to track. <clears throat> I'm going to make an untracked meal and I'm going to have this. Like, especially during quarantine, um, obviously we can't go anywhere. Um, we can order food, yes, but... A lot of my clients are making some fun dishes for like an at-home date night. So that is something that I would recommend for an untracked meal, okay? Now, this could also be a little more indulgent. I do not mean full-out binge, you guys. I'm just saying like if you want to go out to a meal or have a meal rather, eat an entree that you want, call it a day, okay? So... At this point, you know what's in food, right? Like, you know if you go out to eat and you get some pasta, you know it's carbs and fats, right? You know you're not going to get some high amount of protein in a pasta dish. Like, pretty much any untracked meal or anything that you might be craving or getting at a restaurant, unless you're getting a plain piece of grilled chicken, like, it's going to be minimal protein, right? Most things that we like to eat um, because they're highly palatable. Like, carbs and fats are highly palatable. If you were starving and I gave you, you know, a dozen donuts on one side and I gave you like a ton of broccoli on one side, you would stop eating the broccoli way sooner than you would the dozen donuts because it's more, it's just more palatable, right? Like the carbs and the fats, they taste good. You can keep eating them for longer, the sugar, all of that, right? Versus just like some broccoli. Okay. So, um, if an untracked meal in your head is like a cheat day, which we'll get to that in a second. I do not support cheat days, cheat meals, cheat anything. Whatever you were doing on your diet should not be um, looked upon as cheating, right? So this is kind of a mindset shift. So what I recommend for an untracked meal, what is an example? So let's say you wanna go out, you're going out to get a burger. Your girl loves a good burger. Oh my gosh, if any of you guys are listening and you're friends with me or you know me, like I am all about a good ass burger. Like give me a burger, give me some sweet potato fries. Yes, like I am a happy, happy girl. Okay, so here's what an untracked meal is. You go out, you get the entree you want. The entree is a burger, okay? I want fries with my burger, cool. I may share a dessert and that's it, okay? 
Um, another option is if you want like say a glass of wine or a drink, maybe you do a burger, a side salad and some wine, right? Save your carbs. Or maybe you wanna do a little bit of everything, okay? So that's where you wanna share things. Maybe you get the burger, you share dessert and you have a drink, okay? But when you get home from that untracked meal, it doesn't continue. You don't like go home and like start making brownies or grab the box of Oreos or the box of cereal or whatever you have, right? Like it stops. Um, and this is where I think that it can kind of get tricky because if you are somebody that has ever um, struggled with binge eating or restrictive eating, like it's so easy to fall into the trap of I'm eating a burger and the floodgates are open or I'm eating pizza and the floodgates are open. So here is kind of how I would recommend go about doing it. So if you are somebody that you're like, oh my God, that's totally me. Um, first of all, you know, I'm going to put this plug in there because it's so true, you know, hire a coach, right? Like maybe talk to a coach, um, and have them work through this with you because personally as a coach, I am not just here to give you macros and run away or give you some structure and run away. Like I really do get to the root of um, my client's weaknesses. I don't want to say problems, but like weaknesses. And I do get a lot of clients who, like I'm sure a lot of you guys listening, have a history of some kind of disordered eating, right? Maybe it isn't a full out eating disorder, but if you are somebody that has the mindset of when they go out to dinner, you either get a salad because it's easy or you say, fuck it and eat everything, right? Like there are two kinds of mentalities. Very rarely do I meet new clients who are like, oh no, I'm, I'm totally cool. I've never even like had an issue with that. Right. And, and if you're like that, oh my goodness, you are so lucky. But I mean, since we were freaking 12, 13 reading, you know, Cosmo Girl and Teen Vogue and 17 magazine, like we've been kind of told to eat like clean, whatever the hell that means. Right. And that like, you know, we should have these binge meals on occasion. Okay. So um, I like to give my clients guidelines and something that I will say that helps is if you eat something that um, doesn't have an infinite amount, like um, for example, I keep using burger, but like, you know, sushi is another thing, right? Like, let's say you go out and you order two rolls, you eat them, you're done. Okay. Um, that is different because there's an end to it. Whereas like pizza, you can just kind of do like slice after slice after slice after slice. Um, usually if you go out with your friends and you get some pizzas to share, there's just like, there's that one girl who might eat like a slice or two. And then if you're me over here in the corner, you can like throw down a whole large pizza. Um, shout out to anyone who is listening, who has seen me consume a lot of food. Like, I don't really know how I can eat this much guys. It's very insane. Um, my friends are all very impressed. I will tell you, um, I am very impressive on first dates because I do not leave food on my plate. Um, <laughs> But you guys, segue. So an untracked meal, again, this is for mental health first and foremost. Again, untracked meal can literally be putting your scale away and eating what you always do. It can be chicken and sweet potatoes and like a really clean veggie or whatever, right? Um, that quote clean kind of meal. Um, I love my sweet potatoes. I love my ground beef. I love all those foods. So an untracked meal does not have to be indulgent. It can literally be an untracked meal. It can also be something. I just want it to be a day where you put your scale away and you don't stress about it. Okay. Um, so, you know, when, like I said, when my clients who struggle with food anxiety, get these untracked meals, it's always my priority to just to like work with them. So I want to kind of go into the whole, you know, cheat meal thing, because I have heard 
a few really weird things. And I, I think that, you know, I, I used to do this, right? I used to be the person like 10 years ago, because I think about my fitness journey and I'm always very, very open to kind of like how I got to coaching, how I got to macros, all of that. And like, you know, when I was 11, 12, 13, like I struggled with an eating disorder. I did. I struggled with the whole clean eating and then completely binging and I had cheat days. I had literal cheat days and I would wake up and I would be so starving and I would go out and I would get breakfast and then I would come home and I'd get like, you know, pancakes, biscuits and gravy, all the things that I was craving. And then I'd come home and I'd like open a box of cereal and I would eat like a box of cinnamon toast crunch. And then for dinner, I'd be like, oh my God, we have to order pizza. We have to go get sushi. We have to get whatever, like anything that was like super decadent that I hadn't had um, I feel I felt like I had to just cram it all in a day right and I still hear coaches that give their clients cheat meals right and just that name right just the name of cheat alone makes you think that it's bad so when you think something is bad and you know you shouldn't be doing it you do more of it right like it's like that fuck boy in college that you knew you should stop talking to but you kept responding to his text message you know what i'm talking about so this these cheat meals are like the same thing you guys like if you look at something as a cheat you look at something as bad you're gonna want to do it more right so if we incorporate untracked meals weekly you are less likely to binge um this is also going to you know go into like your total caloric intake if you're somebody that has literally never reverse dieted again we'll talk about that another time but essentially reverse dieting is like slowly increasing your calories um it's usually called like the recovery diet um to a place of maintenance and you're constantly eating you know 12 to 1500 calories a day well that's a whole different story you're going to feel the need to binge like multiple times a week i'm sure but if you are eating a consistent amount and you are struggling with how to balance an untracked meal, calling it a cheat day or a cheat meal is not good. I've also heard of coaches doing like cheat windows where they just say, hey, for three hours on Sunday, I want you to do whatever you want. And I'm like, that just sounds, do you know how many donuts I could eat in three hours? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like if I really wanted to just throw down, three hours is way too much time. I mean, that's way too much. So you know, as you're looking um, at your at your diet, at your approach to health, fitness, and wellness overall, I want you to always look at one, you know, what is your relationship with food? Can you honestly say that you have a good one? Um, and if you, if you struggle with that, then I would say start incorporating some untracked meals. Again, this isn't a time to just go crazy, but it is going to help your mental state because again, like mental health is priority. So you guys, I hope this was helpful. And of course, if you need anything, you can always head over to tailoredtraining.com and apply for coaching using the link. Also in my bio on Instagram at taylorfits. You guys have a great day. Thanks so much for listening to the Tailored Living Podcast. If you're looking for any nutrition, coaching, programming, or a combination, head over to tailoredtraining.com. You can always send me an email at trainwithtaylor at gmail.com. And of course, follow me on Instagram at taylorfit.com.